the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. God, it was so close, Lundy. It was a game of not even inches, but like millimeters for your boy last night, Aaron Judge. Uh, absolutely crushed a hanging curveball from one of the relievers, the Minnesota Twins, and it hit off the top wall. So, unfortunately, uh, my moonshot did not cash in for me, but we get back after it. Mine you know. did. Mine did. Yours mine did? did. Two, days, two days in a row, bitches. Oh, God. That, that I need some I'm of that doomed. mojo that- right now. Actually, I was actually really pissed about yours because yesterday uh, with our home run props, Brad, what I did is I bet each one of them individually, but then I threw them both together and threw a happy unit on it just in case. Just in case you and I both decided to have a happy hashtag tequila Thursday. So when that ball bounced off the top of the fence, I was like, oh, damn it. But but Jose Ramirez did for me. So uh, I at least came out a little bit ahead. And thank God, because my hockey picks were awful for us. (laughs) yesterday yeah and uh i am not gonna bet on hockey again until uh the stanley cup playoffs obviously and 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 maybe i'll win a ticket there uh because last night's uh you know selection that you backed uh did not come through for us well we got we got captain hooked we uh he finished with three shots instead of four and we uh we finished uh on the losing end which was really the theme for everything i did yesterday with the exception of jose ramirez so how about we round trip it again yeah, let's do it here. And our home run picks to click, as we always do off the top this time of year here on the Faith of Noise podcast. And I am going to go with Eugenio Suarez of the Seattle Mariners taking on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, and Rich Hill, a player that uh, he's got a tremendous history against. Five for ten lifetime with two jacks and five RBI. He's got 11 home runs on the year. Number 16 in Major League Baseball and X-ISO, which again measures your true power potential. Uh, he does have a couple of uh, dingers uh, in his last eight games, so hopefully it'll be the third home run in the last nine contests for Eugenio Suarez. Uh, who do you like to eclipse the fence this evening? Uh, it is a Friday after all, so let's party hard. Well, let's hope that we can do it. I know this is a little bit of chalk, but hey, when you're at plus odds, you freaking take it, people, and you don't bitch about it. Uh, Plus 270 right now at FanDuel Sportsbook for one Byron Buxton, Brad. Now, here's part Mm. of the reason why. Okay, so the, the Twinkies are at home. They're taking on Drew Rasmussen and the Rays. Buxton has three round trippers in his last two games, and he's going up against Drew Rasmussen, who has given up three round trippers in his last three starts. So I'm putting all of that together and I'm saying it will be home sweet home for Mr. Buxton and that he touches them all. And again, at FanDuel right now, that's a plus 270. Suarez, Buxton, go yard! And maybe Lundy will slap those together on another sexy uh, two-leg parlay and hopefully this one will actually cash. Speaking of cash, and let's get after it on this Freaky Friday with another Fade 5. Number five. All right, Lundy, uh, no NHL tonight. We're going to get to the NBA uh, postseason a little bit later on in the pod and Major League Baseball as well. But let's again zero in on another NFL future. uh, And we're focused on team wins this week. And I'm going to throw out a a squad that's had uh, some significant change at the quarterback position. Gone is their cornerstone, Russell Wilson. 
uh, who is now in the Mile High City, of course, uh, going to be under center for the Denver Broncos. In is the rubbish uh, that was in Denver, now in Seattle, and getting those sloppy seconds with Drew Locke. Uh, he is going to be in a toe-to-toe battle with Geno Smith. Uh, to you know, secure this gig in training camp, unless that wild card and Baker Mayfield does get traded. But of course, you know, Cleveland's just a mess, and understandably so, uh, due to the Deshaun Watson debacle. But uh, as things stand right now, Seattle over five and a half wins is my lean here, uh, minus one thirty-five at FanDuel. Uh, look, the Seattle team is not going to be terribly competitive. But they are going to be run-centric. This is why they invested in the services of Kenneth Walker, uh, the third out of Michigan State, a battering ram, a yak machine, a guy with tremendous film. And by all accounts, in minicamp, uh, he has flashed some hands uh, as well, Lundy. A uh, guy that didn't really catch the ball hardly at all while in East Lansing, but he could come in and be, you know, at least the second punch in a one-two punch featuring him and Rashad Penny behind a rebuilt and revamped offensive line, which I think is going to be well, potentially a top 15 unit overall in run blocking. Uh, you got to worry about Seattle uh, defensively. This roster, top to bottom, the fourth worst in the NFL, projected by Mike Clay at ESPN. And you look at some of the other, you know, teams that are out there in division. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers at number 15, Arizona at number 17, and the Los Angeles Rams at number 16. And Seattle, too, has the 11th hardest strength of schedule overall. Still, I think they eke out, squeeze out six wins exactly. And Captain Hook, we stiff arm into oblivion. And I, hopefully, will cash a winning ticket on this over five and a half wins. I know you're not going to actually place a bet here because you don't like having your money tied up for months on end. But fade or follow my Seahawks over five and a half wins this season, minus 135 at FanDuel. Uh, I'm fading this one. Um, I I don't like Seattle. I don't like the division that they're in. Um, I don't care what you did with your offensive line or who you've got attempting to tote the rock. Uh, As I learned for the last five years here in the Mile High City, (laughs) if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have jack shit. Um, True. Seattle Seattle does not have a quarterback, and I, I think they're in trouble. Um, and they're in a really difficult division. Again, this is um, this is like the upside down for me, Brad, because I think Seattle is about to experience what Denver's been going through for the last half decade. Um, they're in a really tough division. Um, the NFC West and the AFC West are both really difficult divisions. They do not have a quarterback. Uh, the quarterback they do have uh, is the misery, not Missouri, uh, quarterback that is Drew Locke. And so I, I just think Seattle's in a heap of trouble. I, I would take the under on this one. I think they finish at five. I do not think they get up over into the half dozen mark. I am uh, saying the Seahawks will have their wings clipped for 2022. Well, it's understandable because Drew Locke, Sucks. Number four. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. Let's talk about a guy that is doing some historic things right now and, and kind of under the radar. Alejandro Kirk of the Toronto Blue Jays, catcher slash DH. Uh, I'm going to take the over a one and a half total bases tonight. Uh, that is at plus 120 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why is he doing historic things? Well, he is knocking at the door of slashing 300, 400, 500. That's batting average, OBP, and slugging 
on the season. He's batting 322 with a 401 OBP and a 477 slugging percentage. Now, if you get that slugging up, he would join a very exclusive club. Only 29 backstops, Lundy, in Major League Baseball history have gone 300, 400, 500 in a season. Last to do it was Joe Maurer in 2009, and Kirk may join that group. Um, he has just been raking right now at the dish. Uh, he has been over this total base mark in eight of his last 10 games. He's batting a redonkulous 467 with four homers, nine RBI, 16 runs scored eight extra base hits in his last 12 games. And now he's drawing Detroit's Elvin Rodriguez, who has got, oh, uh, checks notes, a 10.13 ERA in 16 innings pitch this season. Kirk is entrenched right now in that five spot in a rocking and rolling Toronto Blue Jays lineup. And I think his bat is going to be screaming hitting some key line drives, the gaps tonight. And if he gets one double, we're cashing a ticket. So Alejandro Kirk, fade or follow, over one and a half total bases at plus 120 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Ten hits in his last five games. It's just He's absolutely (laughs) on a tear. And and these are fun ones to be able to do. These are a couple of ways, Brad, like you like to do the the hit parlays, right? Just put three, four guys together all to get a hit. Um, These are the guys that you want to look for. Um, uh, An advantageous matchup on the road against Detroit, but also somebody that has just been um, absolutely raking, including this past Tuesday, four for five against Mm. the Royals. Um, uh, And and mixed in there was a damn strikeout for crying out loud. And he still did it. So yeah, he's, he is rolling right now. His batting average uh, rocking at a 322. He's up like, I think in the last like eight days, his batting average is up 20 something points. So yeah, uh, this is a guy you want to roll with, take the total bases, maybe even think about making him a part of a, a multi game parlay here because he should have some great success against, the Tigers coming up tonight. No doubt about it. Cash with Alejandro Kirk. Number three. All right, sticking with the rawhide, uh, let's go to a traditional run line pick here. And I'm going to go to the Bronx Bombers and the New York Yankees. Minus one and a half on that run line against, oh, uh, yes, my beloveds, the Chicago Cubs. Uh, it is minus 125 right now at uh, MGM and at DraftKings. So, you know, wherever you'd like to play, Uh, The juice is identical. I think it's the same even at FanDuel. Uh, The Yankees, uh, generally speaking, have been covering machines. Uh, They are 6-4 and against the run line in their last 10 games. Interestingly, the Cubs are 8-2 and against the run line in their last 10 road contests, but they haven't faced competition as stiff as this Yankees club, just full of uh, box score bangers and you know, is this a revenge game for Anthony Rizzo? Can we say that? I don't know. Uh, Aaron Judge and Carlos Stanton, DJ LeMahieu, they just keep bringing uh, big sticks to the dish. And I think that's going to be problematic for Wade Miley. Miley's been great this season, 3.38 ERA, but his 4.28 XFIP suggests that ERA could come up. High walk shield uh, gives up too many free passes, 3.94 per nine. And you got Luis Severino taking them out for the Yanks, a 2.95 ERA, 9.9 AK per nine. He's only given up five earned in his last 26 and a third innings pitched. And early, early, bonus time, bonus time, Lundy. I kind of like the Severino over on six and a half strikeouts, which he has done in four of his last five games. The Cubs had the 10th highest K per nine of any team in Major League Baseball. So, Fade or follow the Yankees, minus one and a half on that run line against my Northsiders, minus 125 at DraftKings. Give me your thoughts, too, on that Severino over six and a half Ks. 
I like the lean on the K's. I also think I might go back to your well, Brad, with uh, with Aaron Judge for a round tripper. By the way, uh, <laughs> he's just two. Because, I mean, he's two. You took one, took one off the top of the fence for Ugh. for 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 crying out loud. God, it was it was a pain. Do you know? Uh, here's a fun uh, here's a fun stat for you, Brad. Ooh, I like fun stats. Uh, in the last six games where the Cubs are coming uh, off of a off of a rest day, where they've had the day off. Yeah. They're one and five. Oh, you would yeah. think you get a day off, you know, recalibrate, you know, recharge. Yeah. You, you hang out with the kiddos. Maybe you get a date night with the wife. I don't know. Maybe you get lucky. All of those. <laughs> ki- no, that's not. Apparently, when the Cubs have a day off, it gets even worse. Oh. One and five in their last six coming off of an off date. They're screwed, man. Uh, the, yeah. Take the run line in this. I, like I said, I'm leaning on the K's, I, God, that's a high number. Um, but I'm leaning towards the over just like you are. And like I said, I think I might go back to the well on the home run bet on Aaron Judge and see if he can actually just eke it over the fence this time. We are all in on the Yankees. Stay tuned for my top picks in the NBA Finals Plus bonus time, not only in the NBA, but also Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, Lenny, let's get after it here. Uh, we got another matchup uh, going down tonight in Beantown between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. The Celtics uh, took care of business in this last matchup. We've seen some line movement here this morning at tape time. It was at three and a half at most of the books. It is now Boston at minus four, uh, pretty much universally across the board with a total of 214 flat. Uh, the Celtics currently at DraftKings minus 165 on the money line. The Warriors at plus 145. Uh, here's how I'm going to bet this game up front, uh, you know, from the tip. I-, I like the over on the team total points, but on alt lines. And I did this the last time out and I cashed on it. So give me Boston to score 105 or more points. And then I'm going to match that with Golden State to score at least 102. Uh, both of those thresholds hit. You're a plus 100. So even money at BetMGM. To give you some background here, Boston's averaging 106.7 points per game at home in the postseason. Uh, they played a brisk pace, the seventh fastest rate of all 16 teams that have been in the NBA playoffs. Golden State a little bit faster of a pace at number five overall, and they have scored at least 102 in 15 of 19 games. And I'll give you another early bonus time, bonus time here. I think the Warriors win this thing tonight. I really do. I, I think it's going to go seven games. You know, does it go back to San Francisco with them down 3-1? I don't think so. I think Golden State, much like Boston did uh, in game one, they steal one inside the garden, send home the fans uh, with uh, sullen looks on their face and make this thing real interesting once it gets back by the bay. But for the purposes of this exercise, fade or follow – the Seas, 105-plus points. The Warriors, 102-plus points, plus 100 at BetMGM. I'll roll with you on this one because I actually like the under in the game uh, tonight, and so this would follow suit with that because the over-under right now is sitting at a flat 214. Um, it's it's ticked down just a little bit. I think it might have opened at 215, but I know that it was at 214 and a half last night before I crashed. Um, and so it has ticked down a little bit. So I like the under. And so that would play into this. The idea of you having 105 and 102 together. Let's see. Carry the one. Break out my take off my <laughs> shoes. Uh, wait. Oh, 207. There we go. Um, 
But I, the thing with the thing that gets me on this one, Brad, is if you're leaning a little bit towards the idea that the Warriors could pull the upset, I think that if that happens, there is a chance that Boston finishes around like 102 or 103 points. Um, so I, I, I feel a little bit of a contradiction between your bets here, my friend. I feel as though maybe you're hedging a little bit. Uh, always hedging. Hedge life forever. <laughs> That's your boy here. Uh, still, I think the Celtics score at least 105 and the Warriors at least 102, and I cash a ticket. Number one. All right, let's uh, zero in on the player props market and a guy that's just – you want to talk about cash and tickets. It's all Jason Tatum does, uh, specifically in assists. Now, the books have finally caught on, Lundy, to his dishing ways, and the line's set at 5.5, and, and it's at, like, minus 150, 160 everywhere. I am not willing to pay that juice, but I still see value right now in the market if you look at assists and rebounds, and that number is set at 12.5 for Tatum, and I'm taking the over there, minus 130 at BetMGM. So get that a little bit lower juice. You look at what Tatum has done in this combined category, 18-9-15. So he's been over in two or three matchups in these NBA Finals. He's been over this number in six of his last seven games as well. He's averaging you know 5.7 rebounds per game in the NBA Finals at 8.3 assists per game. Uh, you look at what Golden State has given up, uh, 41.4 rebounds per game. That's an area of weakness. And 24.4 assists per game. You throw in the fact that it's going to be you know, an up-tempo game, at least in my mind. I know you're leaning toward the under here, but I still think that Tatum will do enough damage in the box score to hit 13 in total with assists plus rebounds. So fade or follow that Jason Tatum over 12.5 assists plus rebounds, minus 130 at BetMGM. Tatum's making people a lot of money. I'll roll with you on this one. I, I agree. I, I, I'm, I am leaning to the under, again, sitting at 214. Um, but that said, you know, somebody's got to score. Somebody's got to be active in the box score, and that tends to be Jason Tatum. So, you know, from what I've seen out of him this entire postseason, keep rolling, man, because he is filling up the box score, and these are two stat lines that he is consistently on. All right, let's pack some extra buzz here because happy hour, I don't know, Casa de Evans is going to start. Roughly around noon. It's a Friday, Lundy. It's bonus time. Where else are we making some bucks? Well, let's stick in the NBA here for uh, just a quick moment. I'm going to take uh, talk about a guy that has been cashing some tickets for us. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, Brad. Oh, get uh, with it. The- Golden State Warriors give me the over on 22 and a half points plus rebounds. Uh, he has been over this in two of the three games uh, in the series. And in fact, over the course of this 2022 postseason, he's actually averaging 22.7 with these two stat lines combined. So his average is right at this mark. But I go back to your uh, comment that you made. You think that the Golden State Warriors have got a good shot to be able to win this game. Um, If that happens, you know that you, as you just said, got to get wiggy with it. Um, And in truth, he would have been over in all three games if he didn't have such a shitty shooting performance. Try saying that three times fast Um, (laughs) in game two, uh, because he was only four for 12 from the field. If you remember, he only finished with 11 points. It was a really bad game two for him. but he still finished with 17 uh, of these two, uh, or excuse me, yeah, of 17 of these two stat lines combined uh, in that game too. So you know he's still, you know, he's hovering around that number. I'll take it because of his average. And then uh, Brad, how about a uh, just for fun in baseball? How about a no run first inning? Oh, I don't know why. I haven't done a. I haven't. I haven't done a nerfy. Uh, nerfy is that really what you call nerfy. it? Nerfy. Nerfy. Sounds and like a. 
Uh, it, it sounds like a, a, a character from like Fraggle Rock back in the day. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a drunk Smurf, actually. That's what we call oh, there a we go. Okay, so it's a Nerfy. Uh, I'm going to say we get a no-run first inning out of the Diamondbacks and Phillies coming up uh, later mm. tonight. Pitching matchup, I think, just leans that way between these two. At DraftKings uh, right now, uh, the Nerfy uh, between those two teams is a minus 120. There you go. There's my couple hits on bonus time. Ooh, nice little instant gratification. Hopefully you will win that ticket on the Nerfy. Uh, let's go to the NBA. Uh, I got a couple of additional player props. I got action on. Give me Marcus Smart over four and a half rebounds at plus 120. Uh, he's gone seven, two, and five. So been over in two of three finals matchups. And uh, he's been over in three of five overall matchups this season against Golden State in the rebounding category. I mean, you know the tick he's going to get. 31.3 minutes per game. Tough as nails. And the Warriors somewhat weak on the glass. Uh, again, giving up 41.4 rebounds per game. So getting seduced by the juice there at plus 120. Uh, another uh, bet that I like on the C's at plus odds. Grant Williams coming off the bench over six and a half points. He had 10 points in his last game. I only had zero and six in the two matchups prior at inside the Chase Center uh, in the NBA Finals, but he has been over this six and a half points threshold in 15 of 21 postseason matchups. Uh, he's only averaging 3.7 field goal attempts per game in this series and 19 minutes per game, but I, I think he's going to come in, hit a, a three or two, uh, maybe gets fouled and gets another one into the uh, cylinder, and we hit seven, eight points and win on that over wager. So at plus 100, I'm willing to gamble on Grant Williams. Back to Major League Baseball. Uh, let's work in a pitcher prop on strikeouts. How about Spencer Strider over six and a half punch outs for the Atlanta Braves against the Pittsburgh Pirates at plus 110 as a starter high K rate. He's only got a couple of turns of rotation, 8.1 innings pitch, 12 strikeouts. He had five at Colorado, a team that's very difficult to uh, strike out. Then he had seven at Arizona a team that swings and misses a lot, much like the Buccos who had the eighth highest K per nine of any team in major league baseball strider with that 15.2 swinging strike rate. Outstanding. I think he gets at least seven K's tonight. Uh, give me the under in the Miami and Houston matchup. So the Marlins and Astros, seven and a half runs. Pablo Lopez against Luis Garcia Lopez, 1.41 road ERA this year. He has been marvelous. Uh, Luis Garcia, no slouch in his own right with a 3.07 ERA. Houston, by the way, has hit the under in seven of its last 10 games. And then last one, let's work in a parlay. Uh, all alt run totals. Give me the Orioles four plus runs in KC. Give me the Jays four plus runs in Detroit. And give me Milwaukee four plus runs in Washington. Uh, that's plus 226 at BetMGM. Uh, why do I like the O's? Well, it's all about fading Jonathan Heasley of uh, Kansas City with a 4.62 ERA, but that 6.25 XFIP says a correction is on the horizon, and the Orioles have scored at least four runs in five of their last seven games. Meanwhile, for Toronto, they have scored at least four in 13 of their last 14. I mentioned before with Alejandro Kirk, Elvin Rodriguez on the bump with that 10-plus ERA for Detroit. Then finally, it's all an Eric Fetty fade for me uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. Fetty in a 4.88 ERA. Milwaukee has been under in five of their last six. Uh, but, uh, you know, the right in the six-game losing streak, I think they snap out of the funk tonight, and those bats turn red hot. So, there you go. Uh, get seduced by the juice. Kind of a sexy parlay there to wrap things up here on this edition 
of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevos. If you enjoy this pod, drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.